Hello, and welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise, a podcast. This is episode number 110, You Are Not Broken. You can listen to this podcast anywhere you love listening to your favorite podcast. Check me out at wideopenspaceswithelise.com. Elise is spelled I-L-I-S-E. Look for season four to about to launch. My website will look different and this podcast will change. So, thank you so much for joining me today. We're in spring, heading into summer. Everything's starting to change. And it's a breath of fresh air. And in the month of May is Mental Health Awareness Month. If you follow my Instagrams, I've been posting a bunch of pictures of different people in their lives, different looks, with the title, You Are Not Broken. And I want you to think about that for a minute. Have you ever felt broken? Like pieces of you were missing? or things were not right about you, or no matter how hard you tried to function in what society considered normal, you really couldn't get there. And you felt like you were broken. Well, I'm here to tell you you're not broken. And I wanna talk about mental health, the stigma of mental health, how it's changed, how people see it differently, and how we're still stuck in the Stone Ages a little bit. Now, the idea of a mental health title was implemented in Greece by Plato all those years ago. They were trying to figure out why people that they knew would start to act differently, different inappropriate behaviors, or not being able to focus or function And so Plato began to investigate and gave it the title mental health. And mental health has changed dramatically throughout the years. I mean, when people had any type years ago, they would immediately just admit them into the hospital. Some would be there for the rest of their lives. Committed, you've heard that term, committed to a hospital. And that's changed throughout the years. And there are, yes, some people whose psychosis is so severe that the safest place for them is to be in a hospital. But with that, it's changed. And categorizing people and and where they belong on the mental health spectrum has changed tremendously. When I first started my internship, I worked at a place that was really beautiful. And I wouldn't say posh, but really, really nice. Not the typical what you would have in your mind as a psychiatric facility. It was called The Retreat. Just the name alone, right? The Retreat. And it had separate buildings, and each building was for different types of mental health struggles. We had the Adolescents and Pediatric Building, the Geriatric Building, the Cancer Wellness Building, the Eating Disorder Building, and the Chemical Dependency Building. And in between there was a beautiful pool. And at the other end from the main building was a beautiful gym. 
They had biofeedback and all different types of therapy, music therapy, art therapy, recreational therapy, all very tied together. Every part of our human nature, working through that and identifying, being tested by doctors, being monitored on different medications. Not all went on medications. Some were just dealing with the diagnosis of having cancer or grief. Not everything is about medication when you go to a hospital, but it's also to get you stabilized. And many of my clients in those times would say they were broken, that they couldn't be fixed, that they were glitching, that things weren't right with them. And it was really hard in the short amount of time and the most time we would have them, especially if it was in the chemical dependency building, was 28 days. To get through and to break through those walls and to show them that everybody's equal and everybody's human and everybody has stuff going on. Some people hide it better than others. Some people cope with it better than others. And as time moved on, those type of facilities aren't so prevalent anymore because of insurances and trying to keep people in very quickly, getting, getting them in if they have meds, adjusted on meds and getting them back out. And so the world of psychiatry has changed throughout the ages. That's obvious. I just wanted to give you a visual of the thought process of how it's changed and where we're at now and trying to keep people in the hospital as minimal as possible. So, what does it mean to feel broken? That's individual. That's something you tell yourself. If you're someone who deals with mental health, we're going to change your thought process around a little bit today. What is the stigma of mental health. Have you heard you're crazy? Have you heard you've lost your mind? Have you heard I can't take you anymore? You can't function. You're not normal. These are things that people say to people who are struggle, struggling with mental health issues because they don't understand it. They don't really understand what's going on and why someone they love or care about is having a change in behaviors, not being able to function, not rational at times. Their anxiety is so palpable that you almost feel it because their anxiety is so strong. People don't understand mental health. That mental health is a medical diagnosis. Like any other medical diagnosis we have in our body. If every organ that has problems in our body, from our skin to our liver to our lungs, when something goes wrong, gets a medical diagnosis, isn't our brain an organ in our body? The brain makes it all function. And when those synapses are firing and they're not firing the way they used to, we don't function. Just like when we are having problems with kidney stones and the pain from the kidney stones and having to monitor and change your diet and do all these things so that you can get rid of these kidney stones and prevent them from happening again. 
Well, seeking treatment for mental health is the same thing. It's just a different type of medical diagnosis with different symptoms and different signs. But unfortunately, through Hollywood and fictional novels and the way we see things on TV and what history has portrayed of mental health, for a lot of people, it instills that they're crazy. They're lunatics. They need to be locked up. And if you're listening to me, you probably do not feel this way or think this way, but wonder why you've seen people in your life feel and think this way. I've had it in my own family. People not understanding when other people were struggling, that them sleeping too much, sleeping the day away and being up all night was just being lazy. No, that's depression. And even though telling them the signs, still not sinking into them that that's depression because they become frustrated with this person. This person is unable to work, does not make money, and it becomes a vicious circle. And until help or medication therapy is implemented, this visual, this, the, excuse me, vicious circle continues and the family members become angry and sometimes walk away because they just don't understand. Now, if there's anything positive, there's a few and I've talked about them in other podcasts that came out of the COVID-19 pandemic. And by the way, tomorrow... May 11th, 2023, the government is going to say it is the end of the pandemic. Three years later, holy, you know what? Three years we've gone through this. And in those three years, our lives have changed dramatically. All of us, not every single one of us, across this world, around the globe, We've all changed because of COVID-19. And I don't need to go through how and why and where because you've lived it and I've lived it. And so you know how you've changed and I've changed and your people in your world have changed. But something positive that came out of it was the light on mental health. Through TikToks and Insta and Facebook and YouTube, people started coming out, literally coming out and talking about their struggles and realizing that it's mental health issues. Now, this country in the United States, if you don't live here, we place such a huge emphasis on celebrities. So when celebrities started posting YouTubes or TikToks or Instas or Facebook posts about their depression or their anxiety or their stress levels or their extreme highs and their extreme lows, their difficulty focusing, their thoughts of suicidal ideations, feeling so down that they just didn't want to go on. Well, our eyes started opening up. I mean, the people who really didn't understand mental health, their eyes started to open up because these people that they look up to we're now saying it's okay to have mental health issues. And yes, in that, is it sad that it took something like that, a global pandemic and celebrities to talk about it? 
to make it okay for many people who didn't think it was okay? Yes, but it's the world we live in and that's reality. But what came out of it even more was the people who were really struggling saw that they weren't broken, that so many other people were feeling and experiencing the same things they were experiencing, different levels, different situations, but relatable. And that then the celebrities took it to a different level and talked about how they were doing virtual therapy. So that told someone like you and I watching this who look up to these people, well, if they can go to therapy and announce it to the world, I can go to therapy. If it helps them, why can't it help me? And though that is such a rudimentary thought process, sometimes that's what we need because of the stigma of mental health. That if I go to a therapist and I get a medical diagnosis, I'm crazy. There's something wrong with me. I'm broken. The thought process is gradually starting to change, that you are not broken, that it's okay to go and get evaluated by a doctor, that it's okay to see a therapist every week, whether in person or virtually. Whatever gets you there, that's all that matters. That it's okay to be on a medicine like Prozac or Zoloft because so many other people you find out are on it also. When you start to talk about it, you'd be amazed at how many people open up about their struggles. And because I'm a therapist, so when I'm in my everyday real world of my world, I talk about my struggles openly with people because I want to be someone that can help them see that they've been keeping quiet about something that's been going on with them and I might be going through the same thing. And then there's a connection. And then you don't feel alone. And then you know it's okay to be on a small dose of medicine if you have anxiety or you have depression or even a larger dose if that's what you need. But the talk, the communication, that you, don't, you aren't alone lets you know that you're not broken. Now, nobody can be fixed 100%. I don't like that word. If you're broken, you can be fixed. If you think you're broken, you're not. It just takes work to get back to the level that you were at before. With your extreme highs and your extreme lows, if you have a bipolar disorder, through work, through going to therapy, through talking to your doctor, doing the steps you need to bring you back to that even keel level. And what's more important is it gives you the cues when you start to see yourself becoming uneven again so that you can tell your doctor and your therapist so that things can be changed or adjusted. Sometimes medications that you may have been taking for years all of a sudden stop working. It's just our body chemistry and they almost become immune to them. And sometimes you need to make those adjustments. In this podcast, I want you to know that it's okay if your doctor says you need medicine. It doesn't mean you're broken. It's okay if your, doc if your therapist says, I need to see you twice a week for the next month until we get things a little more even keeled. 
that doesn't mean you're broken. If they feel you need to go to a group therapy setting, that doesn't mean you're broken. And if they feel you need to go into the hospital for a short stay, that doesn't mean you're broken. What it does mean is you're taking care of yourself. And so I want you to change that thought process that I am broken to I am not broken, I am a mental health warrior. Because in the mental health crisis and fight, you're a warrior. You're moving forward no matter what changes and things are happening to you. So you can function to the best of your abilities so that you don't feel broken. And when you come across those people in your world who just don't understand, you can try to make them understand. But if they don't, you need to compartmentalize them in your life so that their words and their actions are separated from you. They may be somebody that is a part of your close-knit family and that will always be around, but you have to learn how to cope with them, to walk away from them, to ensure that you're maintaining your own mental health. Ultimately, if you are not at your best, your world is not at its best. And so you're a warrior. And every day that you open up your eyes, there will be struggles that you just don't expect that happen and kind of throw you off kilter. I had one of those weeks. Things were going smoothly. And then a lot of things happened at once. In a very busy time of my life with my daughter graduating high school, etc., and all of a sudden, I got that feeling in my chest, that anxiety, that feeling like I'm vibrating inside, that my thoughts are just all over the place, that I get focused on one thing and I need to fix it because it's making me anxious. And that's unavoidable when you suffer from anxiety. Things will happen like that. You'll have other days that are just run perfectly. You handle the little bumps and bruises. You cope with them. You move on. When you put your head on the pillow, it's been a great day. But other days, they don't go that way. And that's where your coping skills come into process. And for me, I did different things that helped me relax. And right before I did this podcast, I went out on my backyard, an insight timer, and I did a 15-minute guided meditation for anxiety with breathing and visualization. And when I stopped, that feeling in my chest was gone. So it's all about identifying what it is that's troubling you, what it is that is affecting your mental health, and how can you work through it. Part of it will be all those aids, the doctor, maybe a small hospitalization, weekly therapy sessions, group therapy sessions, maybe medication. All these are options. Options that when you're glitching a little bit, get you right back on track. Your job is to stay on track. And when you feel that you're slipping backwards, you reach out to one of those entities and tell them what's going on with you. Maybe you have a friend who has similar struggles that you feel that you have that camaraderie and you can talk with. Meet them for coffee and just say, I just need to vent. 
I feel anxious because, I feel depressed because. And a lot of times hearing somebody else, how they handled something really helps, but it's work. And that's why you're not broken, you're a mental health warrior. Because every day you're fighting challenges to keep you on that course of moving forward, of feeling as healthy as possible. Now I could have let that anxiety take over me. And it was slipping backwards and I saw that and said, okay, I need to do something because now it's becoming overwhelming for me and I don't want to feel that way. I don't want to be in that place because it's a yucky feeling. If you've had it, you know what I'm talking about. And so I had to take it, control it, do what I need to. That doesn't mean that in three hours from now, I might not feel anxiety again. And then I have to pop into that mode of what am I going to do for myself right now to diffuse this anxiety. This anxiety is situational by what's going on around me. Sometimes we can't control what's going on around us, but we can control what's going on with inside of ourselves. And through a lot of self-talk, we can calm ourselves down and get ourselves to the places we need to be to fight, to be that mental health warrior. Everybody has their little things, their little quirks in their mental health. Everybody. Some people might obsess on little things. Some people want things perfect. Some people are arrive on time or five minutes before. They're never late. But you might be the late one. And when you show up, they're irritated with you because their stress level is so stressed out that they have to be there. That's their thing that they have to be there because of their anxiety. They need to be there early and on time and expect everybody else to be that way, but that's not the way the world works. And then they're irritated. Those are things you have to see in yourself and realize that that creates anxiety for you. And you have to be accepting of others when you have that insight about yourself because everybody works and ticks differently. Now that doesn't mean if you're waiting for somebody and they're an hour late, that's okay. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you're so obsessed that you need to be there early and on time and somebody's five to 10 minutes late. That's on you. You chose to be there early, so now you're waiting 20 minutes instead of 10 minutes. And so you have to look within yourself. Not, it's not always a medical diagnosis, but there are signs of anxiety or slight signs of depression or slight signs of mood swings. In the seasons, you may see your moods change drastically. And that's something you need to see. Some people have a seasonal type of depression in the winter, when it's cold, when they're inside, they become very down and lonely and sad. And when summer and spring comes, they become almost hyper and manic. And so these are the things you need to look at with inside yourself. But always know you are not broken. You are a mental health warrior. And educate people around you. And you may get pushback, and that's okay. They're not open to accept at this point. Sometimes it takes somebody who doesn't believe in mental health issues to have their own mental health issues, to be grieving the loss of a loved one and having a hard time getting out of it, for them to finally understand, to not say you're crazy, to not say you're a lunatic, to say, not say you're not normal. To say, I understand, 
you're not broken. I'm not broken. We're just in the fight together to heal, work through our mental health issues. You may have them throughout your life with ups and downs. But through these tools and focusing on this positive self-affirmation that you are not broken, you are a mental health warrior, will always propel you forward. Will always remind you that, okay, I feel a lot of anxiety today. What am I going to do to diffuse it? What am I going to do to cope it? Really, it's all in your hands. It's like this ball that's rotating in your hands. And you can stop this ball from spinning out of control with your hands. It's in your hands to keep yourself from spinning out of control into a deep depression, into a manic episode. By seeing the signs so that you can do what you need to do to bring yourself back to that even keel. And please don't get frustrated if you're someone who has been dealing with mental health issues throughout your life or it's something new and certain things your doctor or therapist are suggesting just aren't working, don't get frustrated. Don't give up. It is a work in progress. Everything in life, right, has steps that you have to step each step to get to your goal. It's the same thing with mental health diagnosis. And sometimes it takes a little trial and error to figure out what is that right thing that gets you back in that even space to help you function. It takes time. So just understand that and know that. And know that if you've been on this ride and things have been good for a long time, but all of a sudden, years later, you start to see signs and symptoms. Don't ignore them. You know what they are. You know that if you don't address it, what can happen? So in Mental Health Awareness Month, if you're not someone who is struggling with it, maybe there's someone in your life who is. Talk to them. Maybe ask them questions to make them feel more comfortable. Let them know you understand or you're trying to understand. Help them make you understand. If you are someone who has been struggling and not sure what's going on with yourself, get help. Someone, sometimes we need assistance to help us identify what is going on with ourselves. Sometimes we don't see it. Maybe you're racing and you talk really fast, but you don't feel that way, but others are seeing it. And so when you go and you seek help, they're able to tell you specific things that they're seeing so that you can work on those and be diagnosed in the right manner and have the right diagnosis so that it can be treated in the appropriate fashion. If you are having any type of thoughts of self-harm or hurting others, please reach out to the suicide hotline. Please reach out to your therapist or your doctor. You're not alone in this. Remember that you're not alone. Look in the mirror and tell yourself you're not broken. You're not alone. I want to be a warrior. I want to fight this. I need to ask for help. In this world that we live in with the hustle and the bustle and 
the nonstop lifestyles. Everybody's bound to glitch, bound to have different issues that come up in their mental health. Let's move forward and make it more commonplace. When you hear someone has diabetes, do you think twice? They have diabetes. They need to alter their diet. They need to take insulin. When you hear someone has mental health issues, what is your thought process on that? That's how you need to think about yourself. And if you have someone in your life who has mental health issues, what is your true inner thought process? And how can you change that into a positive direction? Improving the mental health stigma from a negative, crazy, lunatic, you're not normal thought process to it's another medical diagnosis that needs treatment, that needs care, that needs therapy, that needs help. Maybe for a short time, maybe for a long time, maybe for a lifetime. Let's get the message out. And I want you to take care of yourself and do what you need to do because you're not broken. You're a mental health warrior because you're listening to me today means that you're in the fight for yourself or for others that are in your life. And you know the importance of taking care of your mental health and seeking help when it is needed. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 110, You Are Not Broken. Season four will be launched next week. So exciting. I can't believe I'm starting my fourth year. Remember, positive thoughts always create positive energy. Go out and explore all those wide open spaces in your world. And until next time, my friends, ciao.